What is up, everybody? Yeah. Back to the music. We like it. We like it. We like it. What a fucking roller coaster. This thing we call life. But damn it, if you take your hands off that bar, it's quite a fucking ride. Those ups and downs. And I'll tell you something, those downs is when you learn the most. Those downs is when (laughs) those downs sound so (laughs) wrong. (laughs) That sounds like somebody who is an asshole referring to some... (laughs) Well, you know who they'd be referring to. (laughs) Oh, what's wrong with me? Mm-mm. Um, the downs in life, everybody. <sighs> you learn so much. Let me tell you what I learned. First of all, what I learned is that you people who listen to this podcast, hey, we're on the same team. Last week's podcast, if anything, the one about Rocky showed me that um you you i don't know how else to, i was so touched by the outpour of just love and good thoughts i i especially after the podcast i you know i contemplated putting that last podcast out because it was just so raw but I learned a lot, man. And, um, you know, I, I think I've always been pretty open with you guys about everything. I'm not sure. You know, there are only a handful of people that have ever seen, heard me cry before, you know. But um, I went back and listened to that podcast. And I'm not going to lie to you, you know, um, uh, I forgot how much losing a dog hurts. And, you know, I... I uh, even this week, in uh, you know, there was a yesterday. Just I went to open the closet door where his leash is, and um, you know, you used to have to open it really softly so he couldn't hear it, because if he heard you open the door, he would he knew the leash was in there. He thought we were going out for a walk. So yesterday, I caught myself just out of habit opening the door real slowly. And, you know, there was a little smile, a couple of tears, but like the podcast and you guys and obviously my family really, I was not expect. oh, this could be my food. Hold on one second. Hold on, everybody. Hello? Hey, it's Julie. Hi, how are you? Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hey, guys. Hold on, guys. I. I'm Julie. I'm doing a podcast, but I'm gonna press pause right now so they don't hear you talking to me. Okay. Cool. Okay. okay. Hold on. Do you know what's crazy, guys? I just did 30 minutes of a podcast on pause. Just did 30 minutes on pause. 
I went downstairs. We met the, oh my God. I brought my microphone with me. We met the woman who delivered my food. Uh, we talked in the lobby for a little bit. I came back upstairs. I told you what's been going on with my health. Oh, we did the whole thing. Oh, we had a good little rant. Guess what? Just look down. <laughs> Not recording. <laughs> Woo. Well, I'll pick up right now where I, uh, what I was talking about, and then we'll go try to backtrack a little bit. So what I was talking about right now is I know uh, people have been asking me about the special. I've been talking about a special for um, probably about eight months now because eight months ago when I started practicing it, and I've, you you all, by the way, you know that you've become my diary, right? Like this is my, this is where I just get it out. It's very cathartic, but it's been amazing. But if I, so, you know, a little bit ago I started prepping this special and it's one that it's a style that I don't think has been done before where I, I start the special with one story and I end it on the same story. And so it's a through line, but it's not like Berbiglia. Berbiglia. It's a, not as much of a, it's not a theater piece, but it is basically, you know, one story with a lot of little stories in that story, you know? And um, it's material, some of the material that I've been doing for a few years about Jakey and some new stuff and was really excited and I ran it a bunch of times and people really loved it. Got a couple standing ovations. Um, and I was like, oh. And the reason I was talking to you guys about it like it was going to happen was because, look, I know I'm not Chappelle. I know I'm not Joe Rogan. I know I'm not Amy Schumer. I know Netflix is not going to come and give me 40 million fucking dollars. I know I'm not those people. But I look around at all the people who are getting specials. And I was like, oh, somebody's going to give me a special. Nope. Not one company. And again, I was told by my people not to say that because they think it makes me look bad. But we're here to, to spout you the little bit of the truth. Not one fucking company. Now, I know that's not because people don't enjoy my show. It, it took me a long time, guys. A long time. A long time to be able to acknowledge and I'm not saying, I don't say this as a compliment to myself, right? To acknowledge that people come to my shows and have a good time, right? They know people, look, now I'm not for everybody, but the majority of people, good majority of people, judging by the comments after the show that I get from people and online, they have a good fucking time. And like I said, I, I'm not fucking Richard Pryor, right? So I get it. But I thought I would have at least a company or two and um, nope, just not the case. And it's been a bit of an ego. I've been wrestling with my ego a little bit about it. And let me tell you why. I spoke to a lot of people who said, fuck those specials. Nobody's, there's so many of them. Nobody's watching any of them except for the big ones. And there's no money in it. And on top of that, numbers people will tell you, more people watch their comedy on YouTube than anywhere else. Interesting. I, and I'm totally with that. My ego, my ego can't get out of the fucking way because my ego is like, I just want one fucking special. I just want one. Let me do one. And, and, and I said no to specials for five years ago. I said no. I said no flat out because I wasn't confident in my standup. And I, didn't, I, did not, I did not want to put something out that I wouldn't be proud of. And I know four or five years ago I was still okay on the road and people were having fun. 
But I, I wasn't. Right now, I'm ready. And like I said, I'm not the best. I'm fucking not the worst. I know people have a good time with the shows. So I'm at this little crossroads right now where I can go bang on some doors and really try to wrestle people into releasing my special or just put it out on YouTube and just kind of forego the money part of it because there isn't any really and really do it just to put the material out there. I think that is what I'm going to end up doing. I I just fucking want the offer. Holy shit. Is that so wrong? I'm sorry for seeing so seeming so petty, but I just want the fucking offer. Damn it, I want the offer. I mean, you know you put things on your on your list that you want to check off and special is one of them. Special is fucking one of them. I just want the offer. But I, if it's a terrible offer, like I feel bad for my agent. My agent has, he, he's such a good dude and he's so good at his job. My buddy Justin at CAA. And, um, but like I'll say to him, man, because for a couple of years I wasn't getting invited to any festivals because I'm not one of the cool kids. And, um, and so, but I was okay with it, but I just wanted to get invited to a couple of festivals. So he was like, man, I'm working hard for you. I got invited to a couple of festivals. And he sent me the links. And I go, man, I don't want to do those fucking festivals. And he was like, dude, I've been working for these. Um, and I don't know. Maybe that'll be the same way with the special. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm excited about the material. One way or the other, we're going to put it out there. Um, I did spend part of the last 30 minutes talking to you guys about how I have leaky gut. I don't know if you heard that, but I can't eat, well, Google it, but it's not fun. I, I first, for a long time, I thought my metabolism was super fast, but nope, there's just a couple of holes in the bottom of my gut. Oh, you know what I miss more than anything? Coffee. Oh, I want some coffee. But uh, I, I haven't had coffee or caffeine since... um. Last Thursday, so it's uh, almost a week. I just did. I'm cold turkey, cold now. Cold turkey has made me a tiny little bit aggro, and uh, I have to admit that maybe I had an iced tea two days ago, but that doesn't really count. But just one, just one iced tea. Um, but yeah. I uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with no coffee. I mean, how, how do people do it? I've heard people say, I feel great. I don't feel great. What is there to feel great? It's, coffee is like, there's something just about the ritual of it. I like making it. I like waiting for it to, but to just be perfect and pour my little milk in there. Well, I can't drink milk anymore, so I have to drink almond milk. Which is weird because there's no milk in almonds. Actually, guys, I got to tell you, almond milk, not terrible. And you know what's funny? Uh, you know what else is funny? Like, you know, I, I uh, a couple weeks ago I was on stage and I was just talking about eating healthy. And some guy was like, well, you going to you gonna go eat some broccoli and suck some dick? And I'm like, uh, I don't think those two things are necessarily go together. But uh, it's funny how you get ridiculed. By being for being healthy, what are you, you going to have? You want to have a salad? Yeah, I'm going to have a fucking salad, dude. What, are you going to have a heart attack? 
Do you know somebody called me a... F I usually don't get mad at things, too stupid things people say online. And I, I ranted a little bit about this on my Facebook Live. Some motherfucker online. Okay. So it was on my Facebook page, and it was on the thread. On a th I forget what the picture was, but on the thread, he wrote something about wanting shirtless pics. And I just deleted it. I deleted it because it didn't fit the thread, and it stuck out. And plus, guys, sometimes I just don't want that shit on my page. Most of the time, I don't care, or most of the time, a lot of times I'll reply, and I have fun, guys and girls. I don't give a shit, right? But I just didn't want on the page. But he, so I rate, I deleted it. And then on another thread, he sent me a message that said, he called me a homophobe, and then he said, on the next little message, he said, and don't worry about writing me back to say you're sorry. I've already blocked you. First of all, sorry. Fuck you. You're, listen. It is so bizarre that we live in a day and age when a dude, and I'm sorry, forget the dude, when anybody can send a stranger a message online asking about shirtless pics, and if they get that message deleted, they get mad. Look, if you ask a stranger for shirtless pics, you get what you get. You get what you fucking get. Now, I... I sometimes it's just tonnage for me. Sometimes I'm like, man, that's the one that pushes me over. I'm like, I just don't want to see it anymore. I, I to call me a homophobe because of that because I've erased women's messages too. But to call me a homophobe, and here's what why I got mad. One because I'm anything but a homophobe. But two, that type of shit, that type of victimization, where that motherfucker was in the wrong, that dude was in the wrong, that fucking dude was in the wrong but instead of saying you know what my bad i probably shouldn't uh he just called me a homophobe it, you know what i kind of felt like you know i have friends who are trump supporters and people just call them racists and it gets them mad because it's like i'm not a racist i just voted for the wrong guy do you know what i mean and so this was like made me really mad and such a victim such a fucking soft victim victimy thing to do to call me a homophobe such a cowardly act instead of looking at yourself and maybe thinking yeah you know what i send strange if i send a stranger a request for a shirtless pick i'm gonna get you know i get what i get not not introspective at all such uh and it's such a fucking uh great example of of today today's society of people making themselves the victims it was fucking gross. And guys, look, homophobe, far from it. Far fucking from it. And, but that struck me as, and I'm not going to say the guy's name. I'm not going to put on blast because that's not my thing. Uh, and I don't feel like anybody generally deserves that. It's like I don't take pictures of people in public and make fun of them. Like, look, they went out of the house thinking, I look pretty good. No, they may not, but they thought they did. Now, I, I, I've broken that rule once, and somebody wrote that exact comment underneath it, which was, you know, why I'm making fun of whatever, why are you being an asshole? And they were right. I was being an asshole, but I shouldn't have done that. But I digress. I really feel like, and I've started doing this, guys, two hours a day, no phone. No, put that motherfucker down. 
No phone, no messages, no nothing. It feels good. It feels good. I've also I've also noticed that I've started swearing more, which I'm not too I'm not too sure if I like. But I'm on my way to Edmonton. You know how I jump around. And I'm staying at this place called the Fantasy Hotel because they have rooms that are like decorated like like one is in the woods and one's underwater. I can't wait. And I think weed is legal in Canada. So if you're coming to my shows, 420, that's tomorrow, 420, bring some weed, 420. I'm trying not to fly with any into Canada. I think that's a bad idea to pass through and go into another country with weed. I understand they frown upon that. So 420, could you please just bring some? I'm asking. I'm not even beating around the bush, everybody. Bring a couple joints. If we have anybody in Edmonton listening to this, bring me a joint or 12. I'm going to be there. Oh, and then... It's so funny that I look down and it's only, the podcast is only at 17 minutes because I've been talking for like an hour, but I couldn't figure out how to press the fucking record button. I'm so excited about this, the Fairly Normal, this weekend with Jimmy and uh, Philip from Little Big Town. It's going to be so amazing. I'm so excited to really... You know, so many people, some people are like, what an overnight success, right? No. Not even close. It's funny, you know, people, it's the same thing that happened with us and with me on Chelsea. People are like, well, it's weird. <clears throat> when your first gig hit, hits like this, I'm like, first gig, dude, I've been here for fucking 15 years. There are so many people in L.A. that are working, working actors or writers or whatever that you've just never heard of, you know. But really excited to to um, to interview those guys. I love the story of perseverance. I love it. And they never quit. They never fucking quit. They just kept plugging away, man. And look at them now. And Cody Allen's going to be there, and he just came out. I can't wait to ask him what it was like to come out because I'm assuming it was, they were probably pretty nervous in that country uh, in the country world to come out. I'm sure he was pretty nervous. So that's going to be a great podcast. Um, I can't wait for that. Um, and they are like, well, you'll see. We're going to improv some songs. They're funny as shit. I'm not going to be, and I'm going to be stone cold sober like I am at all my podcasts. But afterwards, Nash Vegas, I, I, they have this thing in Nashville that everybody tells me to go get, which is called Hattie B's Chicken. And I'm, it's called Hot Chicken. Hot Chicken. This this interaction and then there was one at my wedding. These two restaurant interactions are my favorite. So it's just called hot chicken. So I don't want just something that's just hot, right? So last time I walked in, I go, "What's the spice?" And they go, "Hot." I go, "Yeah, I get it's hot, but like, what does it taste like? Is it like a like a curry?" And they go, "No, it's just hot." And I was like, "Right, but the taste?" And they go, "No taste, just hot." I'm like, "No, I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass on hot." So you, be, you they said on one of them, you can't even taste the chicken. It's so hot. What the fuck's the point of that? My favorite interaction of all time in a restaurant. So Beth and I got married in the French Quarter in New Orleans. We went early because we weren't going to be able to uh, honeymoon after. So we went early because we had no money to honeymoon. That was during the belts and buckles. I told you the story about belts and buckles, right? We sold belts and belt buckles that we made in Mexico to earn enough money to have our wedding. Guys, 
I was we were three weeks we were three weeks out and fifteen thousand dollars short for our wedding. Three weeks out, fifteen thousand dollars short. And uh when I mean short for the wedding, but also like in Dece- we were getting married in April. In December, after we paid bills for December, the beginning of December, I turned to Beth and I said, We do not have January rent. This was two thousand four. We do not have January rent. We do not have anything. So what are we gonna do? And um she came up with this idea to sell belts and belt buckles. I'm sure I've told you this story. I'm just repeating shit now. But okay, so we're in New Orleans. And if I haven't told you the story, tell me and I'll tell it next week. It's one of my favorite stories. Um so we're in New Orleans. And we've been there for like four or five days. And I haven't seen a vegetable in four or five days. And I'm like, I need some fucking nutrients. So we walk into this restaurant in the French Quarter. And um, we sit down and uh, I look in the menu and it says broccoli casserole. And I'm like, oh. So the waitress comes over and I said, excuse me, um, the broccoli casserole? She goes, yeah, you want the broccoli casserole? I go, no, no, no. Can I just have the broccoli? She goes, you don't want any cheese? I go, no, 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 no cheese. She goes, okay. Just the broccoli. And I go, yeah. She goes, with butter? I go, no butter. She goes, you don't want butter? I go, no. I said, as a matter of fact, just wash it and bring it out raw. She goes, raw? I go, yeah, yeah, just wash it. You don't need to cook it at all. Just wash it, bring it out raw. Just cut it so just the, you know, the tops are there. And she looked right at me. She goes, you want it raw? I said, yeah. And she goes, okay. You know that's going to be crunchy, right? I go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Crunchy, crunchy broccoli, yeah. A lot of times raw vegetables are crunchier than the non-raw. That's like when I was in high school. <laughs> when I was in high school, this guy, we we were in, uh, I forget where it was, was a diner near my house. I forget where it was, but I wanted some, I was, it was well, must have been the year after high school. But, um. I wanted some iced coffee. It was hot. So I walked into a place and I asked a guy, can I get some iced coffee? And he goes, we don't have any iced coffee. I go, you don't have any iced coffee? And he said, no, we don't, we don't serve iced coffee. I go, I said, do you, do you have coffee? And he said, yes, we do. I said, do you have ice? And he said, yes, yes, we do. I said, well, I'm going to show you something that's going to blow your fucking mind. This is going to be iced coffee. But, you know, don't let it confuse you. I mean, if you've got coffee, you've probably got iced coffee. That's probably it. You could even make it easier and put the coffee in a refrigerator. Don't got to. Don't got to. Don't got to. Works a little better when you do. Works a little better when you do. Um, on the Oh, shit. On the fucking plane today. So it's a 6 a.m. flight. I get picked up at my house at 4. What time? I was there. It was a 5.53 flight. 4.53. Picked me up at 4. Guy picked me up at 4.10 at my house. I'm not feeling great at 410. Nobody's feeling great at 410. Get to the airport. It's seriously like a scene from The Walking Dead. Nobody's, it's like, you know how pigeons walk around at a park and nobody's talking to each other and just kind of walking in weird directions? That's like how two-year-olds play with each other. They're not really playing. They're just bumping into each other and running around. So nobody, and we're on the plane, and this woman gets on a plane with three kids. And... She sits down, probably, she's probably somewhere around row 12, so she's 
she's near the middle of the plane, a little front of the middle, but close to the middle. And her and the three kids start singing Wheels on the Bus at 6 in the morning. What? I was like, what the fuck is happening? So I put on my headphones, still can hear Wheels on the Bus. Now, I mentioned this on 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 Instagram. And some people were like, you know, she's got to do what she's got to do. And at least they aren't screaming. No. Screaming and singing Wheels on the Bus at 6 in the morning, same fucking thing. Might as well have been screaming. Makes no difference. Say, it sounded like screaming to everybody else the 50th fucking time that those wheels turned around on the bus. But at the same time also, like, I hear people say, you got you know, to do what she's got to do what you got to do. Nope. I had three kids. I flew with three kids by myself when they were very young before tablets and phones. Before tablets and phones. And you either figure out a time when they're going to be sleeping or now you get them a tablet and if you're like, oh, I don't let my kids look at tablets, then you don't let your kid fucking fly. Or they fly with some Benadryl. Oh, my kids, I used to knock them out before they got on the plane. We would be waiting in the, like right up front and they used to call it the juice. Daddy, can we have the juice? Can we have the juice? Oh, for hell yeah, you can have the juice. I had, sometimes I had to give my oldest son the double dose of the juice. He was a tough one. <laughs> you know what? Oddly enough, and he does not touch alcohol. So call me about bad parent all you want. I'm sure he's healthier than, well, he's healthier than I am apparently. But wheels on the bus. When my but when my kids used to fly, I would knock them the fuck out. At a cur- not on a two hour flight, but cross country flight. Yeah, out of courtesy. Out of courtesy. And if you can't figure out how your kids should be quiet, here's the thing. Like, I go back and forth. I go really go back and forth. Because, yes, you bought your ticket, but so did the 200 other people. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like when somebody's really overweight and they sit next to you. Look, I know. I'm really I'm sorry that that's where you are in your life. And I know that you, if you could do something to help yourself, and you definitely are not choosing to look that way or feel that way. I get all that. But at the same time, I paid for my fucking seat too. And when I paid for my seat, I didn't want half of another human being in it. You know what I mean? And I don't mean to be fucking, uh, I don't mean to be uh, not empathetic to the cause or to the situation that they find themselves in. But at the same time, like, I also paid for this ticket. It's, it's really funny, you know, when you find yourself in those situations when you think about it with other people and then you put yourself in it, right? So I bet you if you had told me some kids were singing at six in the morning and somebody else was on the plane, I'd be like, yeah, put your headphones on. But when I was on the plane, I was like, where somebody's going to have to fucking throw them out of the plane. Like, I know the youngest one can fit out that small window. So that's one down. And the other two, we're just going to have to fit in the bathroom because that's not happening. I almost, if it wasn't, I almost started drinking. But you know what? I can't drink. Because of this fucking leaky gut. Did I mention leaky gut? Or did I do it during the podcast when I had it on pause and you guys weren't listening? I have something called leaky gut. There's a hole. Bang. Boom. In my little stomach. I need to build up the stomach lining by taking a shit ton of L-glutamine and some other stuff. But no coffee, no alcohol. Oh my God. It's though like, what? No hot sauce? No coffee no alcohol no hot sauce here's a killer 
No tortilla chips. Oh, I love a tortilla chip with some... And no guacamole. Because it's got fucking garlic in it. So I'm... And no, no sugar, which I'm not eating anyways. But just telling me I can't have it makes me really mad. Uh, I, 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 no alcohol because every now and then I like a tequila or two or seven and, you know, loosen shit up. Uh, a uh, 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 tequila with a joint and one Vicodin fudge. I said fudge cause I didn't want to swear again. That is like the top of the mountain, the top of the, ma- it's so good. And it's a great writing. It gives me a great writing buzz. I'm writing something right now, guys, that I I love so much. I really love it, and I'm hoping that I can get it done this weekend and get it out to people. Um, but yeah, it's been quite a it's been quite a little journey creatively the last couple months. Do you know what? Because I have so many things that I want to do. But do you want to honestly want to know what I've been told recently about what really has kept me back a little bit? I'm curious to hear what you have to think. But over and over again, people are like, what's your brand? I'm like, I don't know. Like, what's your brand? How do we sell you? What's your brand? Like, marketing people have been trying to get me deals or whatever. And I don't know how to answer that. I have so many different interests. My interests are so wide and varied. Um, but I don't think one group identifies with me. And I think from what that guy was telling me, it's one of the things that's really kind of held back my career because, you know, when you go to a Larry the Cable Guy show, those are the people. When you go to a Pat Oswald show, those are the people. When you go to Chelsea's show, those are the people. You know what I mean? That You know who's going. You know who's going. You get a pretty good idea. You might have some outliers, but you, you and I, that's not the case with my with me. And so I think, you know, I've been trying to just be like, I'm going to be this guy, and it's just not me. But I might have to fake it for a little while. Fuck. <laughs> my life is like this podcast, which is like my you know, my interest in art, which is, it's fucking all over the place because I waver. That's why, by the way, I don't mind when politicians waver. I don't mind when politicians waver. That What that means is that you're not set in your ways. What that means is that you're at least open to a discussion. So when I hear politicians waver, that doesn't bother me. I, I don't think that's a, as much of an aha gotcha as everybody else does. But I um. I I really think that that has really been one of the things. What you tell me? Ah, oh, this is gonna be fucking great. You tell me. What's my who am I? What's my brand? Like like I've always thought my brand was just kind of fun and mischievous. You know what I mean? And uh, but 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 inclusive, arms wide open. That's how I kind of like to do it. I don't. I don't love the insult part. Like, I don't know if I'd be really, I'm excited to do the roast of Big Poppy, but I don't know that that's my strength. You know, I, I like the arms wide open. Let's all have fun together. Now, I may fuck with you and play a practical joke and all that shit, but 
in a fun, loving kind of way. Like I may lock you in a porta potty and tip you over, but I'm gonna laugh when I do it because I'm gonna have fun. Oh, how are you gonna have fun? Oh, I don't know about that. I did that wasn't part of it. Have you seen that? Have you ever seen someone tip over a potty porta potty with somebody who's in there? Oh my god, it's like the they they just start rocking it. It's the worst and best thing you've ever seen. The worst and best thing you've ever seen. Um. All right, guys, listen. Must be love on the brain. I've already been talking for an hour, and I know this is only a half. Ow! Oh, 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 shit! Oh, I just squished my nuts. Oh, my God. Damn, that hurt. All right. That was not a good feeling. They're going to start calling me lefty. Uh, All right. I remember once my grandfather sat on his nuts. When I was in the back seat and he was in the front seat of his car. He sat down and he goes, whoa. And he sat back up. I go, what's going on? He goes, I just sat on my nuts. I was like eight. And I go, what? He goes, yeah, just sat on my nuts. You're going to do it too. And I was like, what? I could, at eight, you know what I mean? My head nearly exploded. I'm like, what? Eight, what? And you know what else he said? When you get older, you actually might have to hold them so you don't poop on them. I was like, what the fuck? Are you talking about, dude? Just let's go see Jungle Book. Like, what? Why are we talking about sitting on nuts? Um. All right, guys. I've been talking for an hour and a half now, but you only got uh, a half hour of it. And, uh, but I love you. I gotta go. I gotta get ready for this show. I college gigs scare me the most. Sca- they literally scare me. College gigs fucking frighten me. I don't know what they I be, listen because I've tried to watch Vine and like Vine funny vines and I'm like why the fuck is that funny? And it just intimidates me. Now, I know Jakey's that age and but he has to laugh at what I say. <sighs> Wish me luck. Wish me luck. Wish me luck. Gotta, guys, okay, I want Here's what else I'm going to start doing starting next week with this show. I'm actually going to start planning them out. I'm going to do a little planning. I'm going to do a little planning. You heard me. We'll see what happens. And I'm going to start to push this podcast out a little bit because I'm really starting to feel like I'm enjoying myself. And and you guys are so good. Like, you guys are so good that there must be more of you out there. That's what I'm banking on, that there's more of you out there. Come to Nashville and see me this Sunday, would you please? If you're anywhere near Nashville, get your ass to the show, 423. 3 p.m. show, guys. Hour and a half. Cody Allen, Little Big Town. Going to be a good time. We're going to tell stories. We're going to tell jokes. We're going to improv some songs. Come on. There's going to be a Q&A. Q and fucking A? These guys play arenas. Arenas! You're going to have them there to yourself. All right. Come get some. Love you guys. Later.